Deep growling engine noises and shattered windshields. What driving games do you play? Today on. <laughs> Today on. Press B to cancel. I didn't know if we were doing that before the opener still. I don't know, but it was a dark and stormy night. Werewolf was playing. No, no, it was not. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, well, oh wait, you're you're hosting this. Here, go right. for it. Yeah, so today we're talking about driving games, just in general. If if you're controlling a vehicle and, you know, it's faster than a tank, we're probably going to talk about it in some way, shape, or form. Or at least we can. What about Blaster Master? Uh, uh, let's, let's leave that one out of it because it's not about the driving so much as the jumping and shooting. Okay, fair. It's it's basically Mega Man with wheels at that point. What about Blaster Master 2? That's even less. So are you just anti-frogs and driving video games, or...? Yeah, man. Yeah. Who hurts you? First no pizza, now this. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am joined by Palsh109. Hello. Say hi, Palsh. Hey, Palsh. And... The ever-present GP. I believe the it's... The retrotherapy. It's effervescent, but I'll take it. Yeah, that too. Hi, everybody. I'm Charming. Yes, you are. And I'm your host, Werewolf, for this episode. Where's Jake tonight? I think he's getting a name change. Hmm. Could be. He said something about being Cornelius or something. I don't know. Rupert? <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys really not hear about what, what happened to Jake? I thought it was Fight Club night tonight. No, Charles. He moved down to California to join the cast of Stomp. Really? Mm. I thought they were in Vegas. Well, someone lied to him. <laughs> or lied to, lied to you. I think he just changed his name. Sick Cornelius does have, a, have quite the ring to it. <laughs> Thus Cornelius. Thus Cornelius, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's jump right into it. Um, I, I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. I want to say I think the first driving game I ever played was probably Blaster Master Rad Racer on the NES. Now Rad Racer preceded that for me. Okay, sorry. I, I just I like that episode. It was fun to record. You were you were gushing. Actually, you know what? It might have been pole position, but I don't remember a whole lot of that or Hang On from uh-huh. really early on. So I'm going with Rad Racer here. Pole position was so good. It was and. It, so is uh, Hang On, actually. Super Hang On was amazing. But the earliest one I remember playing a lot would be Rad Racer. I mean, that the music, that one track alone was just badass. But uh, it, it always tripped me out as a kid just seeing the street wave and reshape up and down, left and right on the NES when 3D wasn't really a thing on the NES. It applied some sort of depth there that just didn't really make sense to a kid playing other things like Mylon's Secret Castle, you know? Oh, Mylon. <laughs> what about you guys? What let's 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 go to GP. What's what's one of your earliest driving game memories, experiences? It's hmm. 
It was a dark and stormy night. Uh, right. Well, I, I, I would mention pole position because I used to spend a lot of time at the skating rink when I was a kid. But if I'm going to say like at-home console experience, it's going to be either Top Gear or Rock and Roll Racing. So I didn't really get into it until the Super Nintendo. But both of those games are super special. I, oh, I got a question. Top Gear was a lot of fun. What's up? Uh, I don't know if this would qualify or not. Like motorcycle and biking games, do that does that qualify as driving? Because people are yeah, like, yeah. no, that's riding. And I, I don't know if we're going to... Hang on. <laughs> I'm not telling you to stop. I'm talking about the game Hang On. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you had me too. That. I'm like, well, that is a pregnant pause. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Pregnant? <laughs> Sorry. Gorgonet? Pregonanet. Yeah, because I was just thinking of Excitebike right away. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Excitebike, yeah. And you know why? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, I have to... We'll talk about Top Gear and, and Rock and Roll Racing. But yes, I gotta... You're right, Excitebike. That was, that was probably the first one, yeah. The fact that you can make your own level, that was mind-blowing to me. Just saying. For You know what? That for some reason, I didn't figure out Excitebike for probably five, six years after I first played it. I was completely stuck on how to get over the little, basically, speed bumps and things like that. I was just so bad at it. You just hold the B button until you get up top speed, then you press A for the rest of it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't want to make fun of you there, Wolf, but there's not really a lot to figure out when it comes to driving games. Oh, well, yeah, but, you know, sometimes I'm just an idiot, and that, <laughs> that was one of those cases. You you couldn't be an idiot if you tried. I'm just saying, like... Oh, yeah. I, I, unless, unless... Try telling my wife and family that. <laughs> well, I'm not... You'd get laughed out of the room. That would not be the first room that I've gotten <laughs> laughed out of. Thank you very much. <laughs> I want to say just ask your wife and family, but I feel like that would be too sick of a burn. So I'm going to refrain from saying that. <laughs> yeah, like, that was... I, I did play a lot with the course builder. And, you know, my cousins and I, we'd pass the controller back and forth a lot with Excitebike, and we'd all be terrible at it. Usually we'd not beat level two. Maybe three we'd get stuck on if we were lucky. I just always made something that would go up and down, up and down, up and down. Like, it was just one... After the other, after the other, the same like hump in the in the road, and then I'd have that giant one that uh, has that like the flat section right afterwards that you had to like climb up and you drive across. That was always my favorite, so I'd always put that at the end, so you'd almost like cross the finish line in the air. Damn it! Now I want to play Excite Bike. You're welcome. Do you guys remember like a couple couple episodes ago? I was talking about how just incredibly bollard this the music. To excite bike was. Yep. Yes, and I, I have to go back to that. And it, that's for me going to be a recurring theme tonight. Is I think racing games, not to shit on the genre, but I think they kind of also have to rely on haptics and and sound. You know, the rumble feature when that came out that changed a lot with driving. Oh yeah. But I think uh, driving games t- typically have really baller soundtracks. Uh, and I think everything on my list tonight fits that category because you kind of you have to have something to add to driving. And I mean, even even Rad Racer, you know, you could change if I remember right, you could change the radio station. So even back then, they realized three tracks or something. 
Precursor to Grand Theft Auto. Precursor to Grand Theft Auto. I thought that was Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh that God. too. But we won't we won't get into that because that's <laughs> we'll not count that because there's not enough driving around in Benny the Cab for that to count. Yeah. But, uh... It's it's the section that you actually pray for in that game because it's the only tolerable part. <laughs> also, ten points to Gryffindor for remembering the name of the cab. Dude, I love me some Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it's a classic. All right, so uh <laughs> Let's let's get back onto uh, Top Gear for a second. You're sitting here talking about badass music and Excite Bike when Top Gear is where it was at. Yes, all day in anticipation of tonight. Like I woke up knowing we were doing this episode tonight, and I've had the cruising music for Top Gear in my head literally, literally all day. <laughs> but now I've got Excite Bike, so I can't think of it. <laughs> like, there's a lot of racing games where I'll mess up and. It'll feel like the game cheated me. Mm-hmm. Top Gear, I remember playing that game for hours and never feeling that way. My friend and I, we'd pass the controller on that one too. Like, oh, can I do this race? Can I do that one? Let me try. You know, we'd get stuck on one, pass it over to the other guy. I want to play. Uh, I want to play. <laughs> I think after a few weekends of doing that, we we eventually beat it. I don't know that I've ever beaten it. Oh, that one, like, it was such a satisfying win when we finally got there. We never did do it with Top Gear 2, though we tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were just kind of burnt out on that style of game at that point, because it was, when we started playing Top Gear 2, it was fresh off, it was pretty fresh off the heels of Top Gear. Like, we didn't know there was a 2 yet. Mm-hmm. So once we found out, we are like, yes! And then we just kind of petered out on it. Mm. Yeah, I I think that's... That's kind of where I'm at with most racing games. The exception being Mario Kart. I feel like I can play it for a while, and I'm like, that's enough. Like, I get my fill of it, not quickly, but I I mean, I could play an RPG for 60 hours, but put me in a racing game for like maybe an hour, and I'm ready to be done. Not that I don't enjoy it, but that's enough. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I get, I get my fill yeah. faster with, with a racing game than I would like in a role-playing game, but it's right. two different experiences. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just saying like, for somebody who loves driving, like one of my favorite hobbies is just cruising around town, going to get a Coke, and then driving around. Cruising um, around the street in my 6-4. Go on, please. Why are you driving in the bitches, around town? Slapping the hose. Oh, my God. Hot takes. Uh, but no, yeah, for somebody who, who legit loves road trips and driving around town, I, I, I would have thought I, I would have a longer fuse or, or attention span for racing video games. I just never have. I think N64 is where I peaked when it came to driving games. That's because I was playing everything on N64 at the time, and I think using the the memory pack, not card, not card, but pack. Pack. P-A-K. And, yep. you know, using your entire memory pack to mm. uh, record a single race so you could race yourself and try to mm. beat your time. That was kind of cool, that novelty did not wear off very quickly for me. I I, I played a lot of games. It was like Cruising USA, Cruising World, Super Mario Kart 64. Uh, what was it? Top Gear Rally? I can't remember. My cousin gave me like a dozen racing games. and Because that's all he plays. He's like, I don't like violence. So he just played racing games. So I was like, cool, okay. And then he's like, well, I don't have an N64 anymore, so you can have these. And it was like, gold, you know? Yes. So, uh yeah, I played a lot of them because I could do that. You know, when you could see your old race, you know, the the prior race, and mm-hmm. actually try to beat it, it was kind of cool. 
Yeah. That, that's one memory I do have of racing games the most. Did do a lot of that on the N64. I think N64 was one of the ones I played the most racing games on. Cruising USA, Cruising World, San Francisco Rush, Rush 2064, oh, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I had those too. Um, I think even Hot Wheels. I didn't have Hot Wheels. Like, Micro Machines. I, you know what? I couldn't get into Micro Machines on the 64. Uh, I loved it on the NES. This episode but I couldn't is get over. Into it on 64. <laughs> <laughs> but in Hot Wheels, there's always one thing I remember because we didn't know what it was saying. When you got a speed boost, it would it would say pull in G's. And of course, you know, me and my <laughs> me and my friends and being what, fifteen at the time, sixteen maybe, and super the, immature. The what hell we is heard that? was pull it cheese. Pull it cheese. I like that better. <laughs> it's like yellow lead better so, all over again. Yeah, so we heard pull it cheese. Nice. <laughs> And, <laughs> and who is this Still cheese? And why are we pulling it? Yeah, right. That's just how you make cheese. Everyone knows <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, straight cheese, man. Oh, yeah. You got a point there. It's it's the Russian <laughs> po- uh, political cheese, the Pullet cheese. Oh yes, Politburo. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart sixty four. I can't tell you just how many. Battle modes. Hours long sessions that game had. Oh yeah. Just between my friend and I. Dude, like it was every weekend. Like if my friend, if my buddy and I were hanging out, I had a friend at the time, Steven, and I still know him, but we don't talk too much. But uh, we just like, he was a kid I knew in second grade. We lost touch for a while. I found him again in seventh grade. And then I want to say eighth, ninth grade, we were hanging out a lot. Or no, it was even after that. I moved away to another city and then we were hanging out still all the time, most weekends, right? And when we'd get together, we would play Mario Kart 64, and we'd probably go through every single track. And we'd, you know, we'd change up the rules. Winner gets to pick the next race, loser gets to pick the next race, all this, like, each one once. That's it. There was so much hatred, because it was always, (laughs) it always came down to one of us would be in the lead and lose it at the last second. Yeah. Yeah. How that didn't end the friendship, I have no idea. That's I. That's one thing I think Mario Party screwed with me so much because you could just destroy someone and then all of a sudden whoop, they steal all your stars and stuff. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I can't do it. So that's why I think I gravitated towards Mario Kart more because of that. <laughs> <laughs> but my brother and his friends destroyed and like we went through six N64 controllers hmm. and. Jeez. Most of it was because they were all constantly playing Mario Kart. And every time they'd, every time they'd play, um, you'd hear them with, like, with a controller, and they'd be like this. And you could always, yeah. like, they'd take their thumbs off. The con- like, every time they'd do a turn, they'd just take their thumb off the thing and off the analog stick, and it was just always snapping back into place. So the things were worn to crap. And so everybody's always talking about how bad Mario Party was for it with like, you know, just grind your palm into it and do as many circles as you can. No, we we didn't even get to that because they just wouldn't stop playing Mario Kart. <laughs> so yeah, six controllers later. God. We had one, I called the McDonald's one though too because we tried to Frankenstein 2 cuz there was an, <laughs> there's a, there's one that the analog was working but 
the, I think it was like the, the right, the right button, the R button was stuck. So we basically just stuck them together and it turned out we used a yellow one and a red one. I was like, this looks like something like Grimace or somebody wants to pick up. <laughs> but yeah, either way. So we were the only ones with a yellow and red Nintendo 64 controller. So yeah, suck it. Custom made. That was something we did with our N64 controllers. We just like two-toned a bunch of them. So we had like two blue and green ones and... Well, ruin my pride. God. <laughs> I never owned one of those like the acrylic see-through ones, you know, where they had the consoles come out with all like the rainbow colors, the crystal colors or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just Me either, I... except uh, the Halo Xbox. That's the only crystal clear thing I ever had like that. Well, I've got like an Afterglow controller now, but that's like 360. <laughs> and it's just clear plastic. It's not like gem covered, colored. Yeah. I digress. I'm sorry. I just got stuck on <laughs> tangents again. No, it's great memories. memories. Before we move on to a different sort of driving game, I do want to mention, GP mentioned RPM racing. Or not RPM, uh, rock and roll racing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I guess that can sort of lead us into a new genre as well, because there's a lot of explosions in that one. It's basically battle racing. Yes. It kind of took RC Pro-Am up a notch. That's a good way of saying that. But also, and again, the soundtrack. Bunch of rock yeah. songs. It had upgradable everything. Yes, it had the, the soundtrack. It had interesting, like, out-of-this-world characters and settings, and the controls were very responsive. And it the game would dick with you. It had you know the entry level <laughs> veteran and the like expert levels. They had a hidden character. There was so many things about rock and roll racing that I it's still to this day a game I will pick up and just play and have endless amounts of fun with. And I can't wait. I've I've actually got a date in mind when I introduce my kids to this game because I want to play with them and show them how shitty life can be. Yeah, <laughs> it's my it's my responsibility as a dad. Is but, there an uh, end to that game? Because I remember playing it at work. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Because I, work, I worked at a gas station, and it was just like <laughs> about the size of a closet. Actually, most closets are bigger than this gas station that I worked in. We just had like two pumps. And so I'd, you know, run out and uh, f- like five feet away from sitting inside, and I'm literally pumping the gas. I was playing rock and roll racing, and my boss came up, and he says, is busy? No. Okay, I'll let you get back to your game. And I just remember that because I was playing rock and roll racing. <laughs> and I was like, this is the greatest job ever. <laughs> but uh, I thought that I was on the last race and it turned out like I had, a, like, there was a whole other planet or something or ever, however it worked. And I never beat it. And I was playing that game for like a seven hour shift. <laughs> and I was just like, does this ever end? Holy shit. And I kind of didn't want it to because it was just satisfying. It's so much good tunes. Also, I, to this day, will still... Larry, the announcer, I think his name was Larry. I will still say some of the shit that he would say. Like, if something fast happens, I'm like, GP hit the warp. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just... We we lived in a duplex when this game came out. My, my mom, my brother, and I. And we lived next door to some kids that were about our same age. And they had a Super Nintendo. And, uh... I think we ended up buying theirs from them. Anyway, one of the games they had was Rock and Roll Racing, and it was just one of the first things I ever played uh, race-wise, where I was I was just truly hooked. And, uh, yeah, like I said, e- even still, 
there's nothing about that game that I don't enjoy. Agreed. It's not one I ever got into personally. And oh, you're I know out, that's dude. probably sacrilege to a lot of people, but it's okay. You don't like pizza, all right? <laughs> True. I didn't discover that one until after I'd played RPM Racing, which stands for Radical Psycho Machine Racing. They play virtually identical, but it's less rock and roll focused, and I think the weapons are a little less uh, flashy. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same game engine, and it's got track building. Oh, I didn't realize that. I remember renting it, and I was like, oh, this is like a really crappy rock and roll racing. <laughs> but if I, going back on it, and I could make my own levels like Excite Bike, I should have I went back to it. But with rock and roll racing, having the combat aspects, I guess that's a, a good point to step into combat driving games. Uh, so, I'll... back to Mario Kart. <laughs> I was going to kick it off with Twisted Metal. Oh, with Twisted Metal. <laughs> I didn't touch a Twisted Metal game until Twisted Metal Black. Oh, man. And and I I effing loved that game. I'm not gonna lie. That was yeah. I I played through every character to see everybody's videos because those endings were so cool. What a <laughs> what a cool franchise! And if you like the endings to Twisted Metal Black, you should. I think you could probably YouTube if you don't want to play the game, but go and watch the endings for the original. If you like porn but hate the amount of acting that they do, you're going to love Twisted Metal's ending. <laughs> but also less less nudity. Mostly just not even Okay, what I'm trying to say is they can't act. And they I think their budget was 48 bucks. It was bad, but so fun. It made me appreciate the production value of the original Mortal Kombat. That's how I'll say it. <laughs> the gameplay was so solid though, even from the first one. Yeah. The the only thing that was a bummer about the first one. I think it didn't have local two-player. I think you had to do the two PlayStations, two discs, two TVs thing. <laughs> wow. I never actually... I heard those rumors. I didn't know they were true. Oh, yeah. You had to have the, the old PlayStation with the I.O. port on the rear right side of it. And you had to go buy the link cable. And there were a handful of games that made use of that link cable. But uh, I'm pretty sure Twisted Metal 1 was one of them. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Here's here's a more succinct way of what I was trying to say. If you enjoy porn but don't like all the nudity, the ending of Twisted Metal is for you. That's what I was going for. That's the idea. <laughs> That's the ticket. Sorry, guys. The idea for the joke was there, but it was word vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Porn's great, but do they need to have all the uh, all the nudity and the sex? It seems a little gratuitous. I think I'll just play Twisted Metal instead. <laughs> and you never find a more wholesome comment section than the porn sites. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I just remember one of them saying, stop objectifying her, and I just lost it. So, But anyways. Wait, wait. The sites, they have porn on the internet now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got some stuff to teach you after this. <laughs> this changes so much. <laughs> I am so sorry. Okay. <laughs> yes. Driving games. Also, soundtrack for Twisted Metal and all of the follow-ups. I mean, they were using Rob Zombie. You know, they had Dragula on there, and I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. Didn't didn't Black have Paint It Black? It did, yeah. That's That was my introduction to the Rolling Stones, actually. I love that song. Really? That's, that's yeah. my favorite of the Stones, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard a few songs, of course, like, you know, 
Satisfaction on a few other songs. But I heard that and I was like, what is this? And they're like, this is Rolling Stones, man. Serious? This is fucking cool. So by then I was like, <laughs> okay. And that's that's when I started calling myself a fan of them. So, But that's, that's something that I think the uh, driving games became synonymous with was soundtracks after a while too because Mm -hmm. you can't rent a game you can't play a racing game now without a killer soundtrack you know and they they spend money and they get they get good songs yeah well yeah gran turismo games and stuff like that they you know these were just like boring racing games to me i couldn't do it i couldn't i couldn't get into it but i'd play them for hours on end doing those endurance races that were like a 45 minute race per race or whatever it is and it's just Oof. doing laps and because the soundtrack was good. And I'm just like, oh, zone out. That was it. Yeah. It was just satisfying to, to hear the good music. It's rock and, and roll it, racing all over again, but a little bit less missiles. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> a little less porn. Sorry. <laughs> I love, there's, there's some awkward silences. And I keep trying to think, man, why are we hitting so many of these awkward silences? But I've, I've got it figured out now. Yeah. Those are, those are the what areas that? that those are the areas that Jake would normally talk. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Cornelius. Cornelius, that stomp-loving bastard. <laughs> if he turns up with a shiner next week, we'll know who's right. Hmm. But no, it makes sense that racing games rely heavily on music uh, and soundtracks. And the reason that I say that is, does anybody ever go driving without music? To me, I think driving is, is a quintessential part the, the only if experience. I'm trying to find parking. <laughs> yeah. No, this... that's that's when the death metal is the most important. No, anything that's too loud, you have to turn it down so you can focus on parking. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. You need to find a spot. It's distracting. I got yeah. you. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. I can't see you with yeah. all this music in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you you jest, but it's a serious thing. Okay. Yeah. Your brain can only handle so much shit. Oh, no, I, I legit do it, and <laughs> yeah. I think it's stupid that I do it, but I have to. Oh, no, everyone does it. It's fine. Except for GP, because he's a drummer. He's used to using more than one limb at a time and doing different things. So it's... I just, yeah, I don't worry about parking. Yeah, it's just stop <laughs> stops in the middle of the road and gets out to go to the store. Yeah. It's okay, I'm only buying jerky. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> God, that is accurate. Look, that don't is... get in the way of a man and his jerky, all right? I want jerky now. Thanks. Some jerky, some fruit by the foot. I'm oh set. My God. You're speaking my language. <laughs> that, that was the idea. Is it gushers that you're into? Um, any of the Betty Crocker fruit snacks okay, uh, yeah. are my jam. Or ham gravy. But that's a, that's a few <laughs> months away still. What are some other battle car games we can think of? Man, Carmageddon. Carmageddon was one. Okay, that's not one I've played. Oh, man. Well, I made up for it. I missed out on that one. I've made up for it and then some. Because here's the (laughs) premise. You you have to race, but you get bonuses for running over people, for running over cows, for running over your opponents and destroying them. They all get crashed and all mangled and stuff, and you can pay to... uh, to repair your car mid mid thing like there's a repair button so it just basically just reinflates it's like, and it just was this basically an unlicensed death race game like <laughs> yeah probably this sounds a bit right <laughs> i just i just remember right. my friend saying oh, i'm going to run over some i'm going to run over some girls in bikinis 
This is what my friend said. And then, or no, this is what my friend's brother said. And my friend said, they're naked, you idiot. <laughs> and the best part of it, this was at lunchtime during like grade nine. And my friend's mom heard it. <laughs> and she, what are you doing looking at naked ladies? <laughs> just a, She was just messing with them. And oh man, the guy turned white as a ghost. <laughs> it was great. You could always do a stunning cut. Uh, Oops, I almost said it. Oh, what? <laughs> you could, it's one of things, those shows. It's okay. one of those shows. Yeah, you would uh, you get bonuses for doing like jumps and flips and stuff like in uh, GTA. And uh, <laughs> it would always say uh, cunning stunt bonus. And then we always messed it up and said something else. And yeah, that again, I almost just did it just that time. So it's, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> no, we used to do the same thing during Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, we'd accidentally mess up, kick the punt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sports ball. But that's a whole other episode. Whole other episode. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't done like a Tecmo in, uh, Tappy episode at this point. And GP's eyes just lit up like candles. <laughs> oh, no. I, I want to. He's off in Christmas town for a moment. Give him <laughs> yeah. a second. The, the thing is, no, I want to. But I think the issue is Rabid Beef, another streamer, would decide he needed to be a part of it, and then it would just be an hour long of him and me shit talking each other. Like he 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 introduced <laughs> himself to me as Tecmo Jesus, <laughs> and so I said, "Welcome, my son," and uh, I felt sacrilegious ever since. <laughs> I, I kind of want to hear that. That would be hilarious. Just, the yeah, just an hour. Yeah. yeah, just an hour of just smack talk <laughs> after smack talk. How are you going to reply to that with more smack talk? Mm-hmm. And then it just ends with, okay, love you, see you later, bye. Yeah, which yeah. is basically the premise of GTA Five, anyways, whenever you're talking with, uh, what's his name? What is his name? I don't God. know. I can't remember his name. I don't know the Grand Theft Auto games. <sighs> I, I, I know of them, and I, I, I like watching... There's a whole series on YouTube of people who have done like incredible stunts or accomplished wonders uh, with GTA. And Trevor, that's yeah, Trevor. I don't know, but the uh, <laughs> the that that's my extent <laughs> to Grand Theft Auto is just watching YouTube videos of people doing absurd things with jets and prostitutes <laughs> and stuff. It's pretty cool. I, yeah, I still have not played any of them. GTA Five's campaign mode. I I beat once I was playing it with my friends and when I beat campaign mode I stopped playing with my friends on that game I was like no okay I'm done I got it I'm done <laughs> because the online is it's basically like an MMO it's just so open ended so like just do what you want yeah there's a lot to just screw around and do it's they basically made a playground that's like this is all the things everybody tried to do with the cheats in gta 3 back on ps2 yeah (laughs) except now you can do it without cheating and it costs you the in-game currency that you either earn or buy right and you can just do it for hours and hours and since there's so much other things you can do aside from the stupid things you want to do there's endless amount of content here just play this all the time. Yeah. it's it, Five was fun. I never even played. I skipped four entirely. I never played San Same. Andreas. Um, I watched my friend playing it in college. but uh, I played it a little bit. I lost it. I don't know what happened to mine. <laughs> I probably owned it at some point, but I didn't play it. 
Because when I discovered EB Games, you know, the Canadian GameStop, essentially, yeah, I, I kind of went... No, we had that at the time. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I kind of went crazy with the used section, so... But I played the hell out of GTA 3, and that one, actually, I'm still I'm still pissed at that one because I had I had to use a Game Shark to get to 100%, and it pissed me off because I couldn't even do it with a Game Shark... Because the ambulance <laughs> missions were so effing hard. <laughs> Vice City was the one I got. I really dove into hardcore. That was the that was my Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, oh, the soundtrack and that was killer. Yeah, it was just a bunch of badass eighties bangers, and then you know you're in Miami driving Fieros and Corvettes and. <laughs> That game, like the story, story about uh, story for three and Vice City, were probably on par for me. But the soundtrack for Vice City was so much better. But I liked the map better for GTA Three because there was a lot more hills and stuff to play around with. I don't know what Miami's like, but I'm gonna assume that there's it was not a whole fl- lot of hills in Florida. Yeah, so that's I figured <laughs> that maybe they were being fairly accurate. <laughs> as, as a kid who grew up in Southern California, when I would go visit family in Florida, it was very uh, disorienting trying to look around and find the direction I'm facing and not knowing because there's no mountains to base it on. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> well, but you also have the sun, uh, which is almost yeah. But I learned to navigate by the mountains around me in the valley I lived in. I <laughs> it was super easy that way. So you're telling me you're a valley girl? Okay, this all makes sense now. Shut are up. You, Get in, loser. We're going shopping. Uh, yeah. Are you calling Wolf uh, basic? No, I was, was going to make a, something about Bayside Tigers, and I was going to ask oh, him man. if he went to Bayside. But... Go Bayside. <laughs> but then I'd be pissed because then he would have been closer to French kissing Kelly Kapowski than I ever would have. Oh, Kapowski. <laughs> Sorry. We can... So that was something about me that you guys don't. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but I digress. I'm sorry. I get passionate. Oh, I was just going to talk about my love for Lisa Turtle. <laughs> but it, yeah, we can save that for another episode also. Look, We've man. talked about a lot of uh, what most people probably played. What are some outlier driving games you guys can think of? Oh, man. Now, now you're throwing me for a loop because I can't think of any. There's a, a little-known game that, when I first played it, I did not understand it was a racing game. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. It's called F-Zero. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know if that really counts as an outlier. I think it actually got some some popularity. But, uh, yeah, I always enjoyed that one. It did, but it, it changed the landscape for racing games a fair amount. Yeah, no, absolutely. That That sort of resulted in... I would say that was the precursor to Extreme G's existence. Who's Extreme G? You never played Extreme G for the N64? No. No. That was that was another motorcycle one. Like, your bike would sort of change shape depending on certain aspects of the track, but it was always a sort of bike. And it was, like, there was no gravity, I guess, except for the track's gravity. Oh, wow. Was this on 64? It was. Okay. Oh, was this also on my uh, my aunt's PC? Because there was some <laughs> some racing game that she had. No, that was that, Ninja uh, Suit Larry. 
all right? <laughs> no. There's there's a game that I feel like maybe everybody played it, but nobody remembers it, and it's kind of like the same pinball-type game that everybody had on their, their first-ever computer. <laughs> like oh. a Sony, Sony Vio or whatever the fuck it was. I thought that was a TV. That shows how much I know. <laughs> You're thinking of the Vega. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. No, the Vio was the laptop. The Vega was the TV. All I know is I played some game. I couldn't tell you what it is. I tried looking it up this week. Cannot find it. So if anybody out there is listening and you know the game I'm talking about, uh, of course, I've given you nothing to go off of. Was this that weird, bizarre one that was sort of like a a game? Sh- it was presented as a game show? Oh, man. I, so I don't remember free? that. Ski but there free? was like, there were, I, I, I don't even know the name. I'd have to see the graphics and hear the soundtrack. Um, but, it, you know, it had like loop-de-loops and... It was it was your standard racer, hmm. kind of like Rad Racer, where the camera was behind the the vehicle, you know, and as the vehicle turned, so with the camera. But uh, if I can find it, I'll put it in the Discord for the uh, for the Press B channel. Okay. What was what was that Windows ninety five game that everyone had? You know, Mine like, Sweep. Yeah, that too. Uh, that <laughs> one. I still don't understand how to play that. Um, yeah, no, it was like the three D one where you're. It's like a first person three D view, and it's like just a maze. Oh, that was not a game. It was just a screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No wonder I sucked at that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I used all those codes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is it every time that Konami code was punched in that screwed up and it went back to my normal desktop? I, I feel like I would be remiss in this episode if I didn't at least mention Rocket League. Oh, yes, yes. Or or its prequel, Super Acrobatic Rocket-Powered Battle Cars. Uniracers? What? <laughs> Man, I forgot about Uniracers. I thought about it earlier, but we had moved on from racing, so I was just sort of letting it go. But Uniracers was a great game. That was one I spent far too much time on. Okay, so now I'm confused because we're driving, and then we're riding, and then we're... <laughs> being because i mean you're literally the the thing we've had this conversation (laughs) you're literally the yeah you are the unicycle yeah so i don't know man maybe that's just a normal platformer because by that (laughs) logic mario is a racing game if only there was some sort of actual mario racing game yeah Yeah. nintendo if you're listening please get on that (laughs) i take your time but yeah (laughs) sure they'll come up with something yeah. Maybe it could have an RC car with a camera attached to it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Anything else you guys can think of or No, I'm I'm trying to Google that game I was talking about earlier. I'm having no luck. Just check check your mind palace. That's that's a better choice choice. That's currently where I'm trying to, to find oh, it. Okay. <laughs> there was oh, you know what? There was the Jack series that you know, it started off as a platformer, and every game eventually became more and more vehicle-oriented until they just made a racing game. It's like Chrono Trigger, you know, when you get the race and in the future. That oh, was yeah. pretty fun. Well, that was pretty well, fun. Well, because there was Jack 1, 2, and 3, and then they followed it up with Jack X Combat Racing, which was just basically gritty Mario Kart. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> it was It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. I did everything in it, but... It was essentially just a gritty Mario Kart. I had did I had Diddy Kong Racing. I hated that game. 
I hated that game too. <laughs> that was one I did not understand how like it went through the entirety of its production and nobody said, hey, this is kind of a bad thing. Maybe we should rethink it. Yeah. I just like how they put it, uh, what's his name in there before the game came out, Conquer, and he was all cute and stuff. So it was before Conquer's Bad Fur Day, it was basically, you know, a strung out squirrel hung over his shit. <laughs> Here's one. Crazy Taxi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy Taxi. I spent so much time in all three of those games. The second one was probably my favorite. So for anybody listening who's not familiar with Crazy Taxi, why don't you explain what that is? <laughs> I know I know what it is, but some people... You have a set amount of time that you start with. The goal is to make as much money before your timer runs out as possible, because that's your score. You pick up people on the side of the road... They tip you based on how close to danger you get without actually hitting something. (laughs) So you get combos for like driving through oncoming traffic and not hitting other cars, getting really close to walls but not hitting them, drifting, all that kind of stuff, catching air, all of that. As long as you're not crashing and your combos are swift enough in succession, you're getting more and more tips as you go, as well as, you know, the faster you get from A to B the more the time will actually be added to your current timer because your countdown is constantly running down. But with each fare, you're given additional time after the drop-off. So it's actually possible to just keep playing. I think the longest run I ever had, I think it starts with three minutes. I think the longest one I ever had was like 23 minutes, 22 minutes, something like that. It's kind of like a driving version of Adventure Island. Oh, (laughs) shit. At least the first game was scored with... The whole game was backdropped with Offspring and Bad Religion as the soundtrack. Yeah, I was about to say, I remember Offspring. I just remember hearing, yeah, 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 every time. And then I'm just (laughs) like, I can't think of that song now without thinking Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi is the reason I cannot listen to Offspring while driving (laughs) or I get into that mode. I'm serious. Shit. (laughs) Oh, Wow. I I can no longer listen to Offspring when I go driving because I start driving faster, crazier. (laughs) And I mean, I'm not driving through oncoming traffic, but I do get a little more reckless. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. Fortunately, it didn't happen with Bad Religion, but it did happen (laughs) with Offspring. What about Brother Man Bill? Because that's got that (laughs) that Bad Religion feel. Anyways, yeah, my, my way of summing it up was, GP, have you played Simpsons Hit and Run? No, but I, I know of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's basically the that's what inspired Simpsons Hit and Run. It's it doesn't have the Simpsons characters or Springfield for a map, basically. Mm-hmm. And somehow it's still not the subpar game because it lacks those things. It's still an awesome game. Yeah, it it kind of has more personality than that Simpsons game, yeah, despite being a brand new IP out of nowhere. Yeah. But I did, I did like picking up Millhouse in that game because he'd be like, "What? Hi, Mister Simpson. What? Take me home. I need to get." <laughs> I, you know what? Crazy Taxi is still something I quote too. Yeah, yeah. me and my buddy Rob just every once in a while, I don't know. I want to go to the baseball stadium. <laughs> and you got to do it with like the arm pump and head banging while you're saying it because you pick up the punker and he's the one who says it. Well, <laughs> you don't need to call him that. Dude, he's got pink mohawk, and he's wearing a tank top. And and he also has a name and feelings. 
Okay. Oh, but you don't get to know that in Crazy Taxi. I just think we don't need to be the kind of organization. I'm kidding. This is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, did you say punker or funker? Punker. Oh, okay. I don't care about that. Well, hold on. What is? <laughs> why is funker wrong? Is that a Canadian thing? Because that we need it's, to know it's about? it. Because it sounds it's like the mother polite funker. way of saying something else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't use that kind of language. <laughs> my dad's name was Ford, and my uh, my cousin had kids, and they used to call him Uncle Funk, and it was too close to, <laughs> yeah, so dad used to get really a mad certain, when they uh, yeah. South Park song? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he used to uh, get pissed off whenever somebody called him Uncle Funk. <laughs> <laughs> but we need the funk. Yeah. Gotta get that funk. It's a great song. Yeah, I can't. I was trying to think of it like a missing gem all this time now, and I'm just thinking of games that I play. Like, oh, oh, this one. Oh, oh, that one. And I realized how yeah. much more racing and driving games that I actually have. Like, Driver, I was going to talk about that tonight, and I only started to think about it now. In preparation for this episode, I was racking my brain trying to come up with games to talk about. And now that we're in the episode, my brain is just like, here's another, here's another, here's another, here's another. And I'm like, I can't talk about all these. Yeah. Really though. So I I I, know, yeah. I I think we'll start piecing this off and do you know, like revisit the subject a little bit. Carmageddon episode, baby. I can talk about my character. There was Mario Kart. There was Mario Kart sixty four. There's Mario Kart Double Dash. There's Mario Kart Wii. What was the one on GBA? Oh yeah. Uh was that Mario Kart seven? No, that was DS. Oh, For the okay. GBA, it was like Pocket Circuit or something? <laughs> or maybe it was just Mario Kart Advance. I don't know. But I mean, seriously, the Mario Kart games are fucking brilliant. And Birio Kart? Never mind Birio Kart. But I, I will say this, hands <laughs> down, without any question in my mind, being of sound mind and body, I claim that Double Dash is one of the... Well, no, it, it's hands down the greatest Mario Kart game. I disagree. God. After all those syllables that I just used... <laughs> Use three too many. For That's me, it's it still 64, man. I, that one has not been topped for me yet. Yeah, 64 is the only one I got into. I played Double Dash once or twice, maybe, and that was it. Animals. I have You're eight animals. on the Switch, or not on the Switch. I have eight on the Wii U. I played a lot of seven. I have Double Dash. I, I never got into any of them as much as I got into 64. They just didn't flow as well. Game Boy Advance one was Super Circuit, by the way. I checked Super my mind circuit. palace. Super circuit. Uh, I would say sit down and just give it an hour. Um, and if you're not sold on it after an hour, give it two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did everything. I l- unlocked everything in the game. Did you? Okay, but did you play it with somebody else? Being two players on a single racer was so much fun. Oh, no. It was so frustrating. Well, yes, but that's that's what makes it fun. <laughs> You don't want to be a well-oiled machine. You can just do one player for that. That's when you sit, you know, I guess they call it bitch. It's not my word. It's I got it from Maxim Magazine. But, you know, you sit in the back of the, the thing, <laughs> and you basically just do your best to mess up everybody you're racing against and the person who's driving. It's the greatest way of playing Mario Kart ever. I don't understand who thought tag team racing was something that needed to exist. I don't know, but I'm glad they did because it's brilliant. <laughs> And I, I would encourage anybody listening, like, I don't know if we need to start a hashtag or something, but uh, so, sound off. Let us know whether Double Dash is the greatest or if you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I want to know. I want to know what everybody thinks. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what other people think their uh, favorite Mario Karts are. 
Also, I didn't know there was a Top Gear too. <laughs> you didn't? Oh no. I, I'm still, I'm still racking my brains trying to think of a driving game that was like kind of under the radar. But all the ones that I liked were uh, like the smashes, and now I feel bad because I can't, I can't bring anything to the table here now. There was one that was a game that didn't get a whole lot of love, but a buddy of mine and I played the crap out of it. It was called Grand Tour Racing on the PlayStation 1. It was this really bizarre, it was rally racing, but it had a weird sense of gravity to it, even though it was trying to be somewhat realistic about things. So like, you could really easily topple over your vehicle and then it would have to reset your car back on the track and you'd lose a couple of seconds. And it, it was a lot of fun, but it was really easy to be terrible at it. Oh, I, I can think of one game that it is driving, but it's kind of futuristic. It was N2O on PlayStation. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Pod Racer. <laughs> oh, fuck that. I had Pod Racer. <laughs> Spent way too much time on that one, too. I what? think that's when I gave up the racing games because I got fed up with that one. <laughs> I, I know the name got brought up in passing, but I think we have to acknowledge Gran Torino. And then the Need for Speed series. Um, Gran Turismo? Sorry, yeah. Gran I said Gran Torino. Yeah, Gran Turismo. I was, yeah. Yeah. Gran Turismo, I did not know about until the PlayStation 2 came out, uh, which was was the PS2 version, the first one to come out. I guess I should start off by asking that. Or was there a previous entry into that series? Gran Turismo's first game was... It came out around the same time as, the, as Metal Gear Solid on the PS1. Okay, well, there was... When the PS2 came out, I will forever remember the commercial to that and looking at that. And that was one of those moments where I'm like, okay, technology has peaked. Video games will never look better than, than the video games in this commercial. And I, I remember being floored by that. And again, it was never my go-to genre, uh, just standard racing games. But I remember thinking, God, that is that is gorgeous. And I get the appeal. And uh, yeah, I, I know a lot of people love that one and then Need for Speed 2 or whatever. Do yourself a favor and go look up Gran Turismo for the PS1 and look at how it's aged because that game is aged remarkably well for a PS1 game. Really? The the graphical capabilities in that game, like it's obviously not modern day, but if you look at it, you're not going, oh yeah, that's PlayStation. It looks a lot newer because they put so much time into making it look good that it sort of outshines almost everything on the PlayStation, graphically speaking. Oh, I'm stuck thinking of the Jet Moto commercial now. Ah, oh, Jet Moto, damn it. Come on, there lady, hit the gas <laughs> and turn off the blinker. <laughs> it's like Grandma tried to change the channel with the remote with the controller. We'll definitely have to revisit these. There's so many games. you. I was like, I didn't play all that many driving games. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like, damn, I played a lot of driving games. Yeah, that, exactly. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm like underprepared for this episode. Now I'm just like. Yeah. I guess it more. was just a long time ago that it happened. Yeah. And I know one of GP's ones that he's practiced the most in the last couple of years has probably been uh, Battletoads. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> If you're a speedrunner, any game can be a racing game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, also, uh, off-road or super off-road. If you guys remember oh, that, yeah. kind of like oh. the, the dirt track yes. uh, rally kind of. That was always a fun one. And I have that for the NES, but I think I mostly only ever played it on arcade. 
Yeah, where it had the like three steering wheels next to each other on the one cabinet. Yeah, super dope cabinet, yeah. That was a fun one. And the animation of, of the vehicles was just so damn smooth. Mm-hmm. Super Off-Road reminded me of like a Nintendo version, like NES version of rock and roll racing. Like it just looked like hmm. one map to me. It's like, you know, if rock and roll racing didn't scroll and stuff and this was on Nintendo, that's what it would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I could see that. You better. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll, I'll race you. <laughs> no missiles, though. No, yeah, no, that's that's not fair. Just red shells. Red shells are fine. Just red shells. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we can keep ooh piece of candy all night if we just let this go. So I think this is a good point to uh, call this episode. But we will revisit these topics a little bit more uh, with a little more focus, I guess, in the future. Tony Hawk's pro skater. <laughs> but uh, how have we not done an episode over uh, THPS? I don't know, especially with the recent one, the the remaster. Actually, the reason I thought of Tony Hawk was because the Offspring. And I know you're saying the reason you can't listen to the Offspring is because that I can't listen to the Offspring because they make horrible music. But uh, <laughs> oh, may, maybe maybe it's because uh, shots fired. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. I, no, honestly, my disdain for for them was uh, pretty fly for a white guy. Considering my first name is monosyllabic and my last name is Guy, man, that song pissed me the fuck off. That's all anybody said to me junior or senior year. I can understand that. All right, that's fair. All right, let's. We should uh, wrap this up before GP yeah, right. starts I, having I, some PTSD about it again. Because <laughs> I don't have any STD. What? Oh no, that, I'm. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm on your same page now. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> but no, no, you're you're right though. Like I, I kind of came into this thinking I'm excited to talk about the two games I've ever played that are racing games. But no, you're exactly right. I've played a lot of racing games. They just also had, you know, other things to do. But yeah, it's a good call. The amount of games I could have played with a steering wheel is a lot higher than I expected. Mm-hmm. The amount I've played with a steering wheel is like one. <laughs> but... <You're> right. <laughs> yeah, that was like Gran Turismo 3, maybe. Super oh. Off-Road. <laughs> Super Off-Road, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That was that's that game that you played when you're seven and you realize, man, I should not be allowed to drive. They are absolutely <laughs> right in making me wait another, you know, ten years. Look, nothing is more immersive for driving a car in a game than using a Nintendo Nintendo controller, okay? Yes, every vehicle should be driven tank controls with an NES controller. Yeah. Right. Okay, well if tank controls are the issue, then yes. Uh Resident Evil two is uh a driving game. Yeah. Yeah, I played the fuck out of that <laughs> racing game, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Distracted. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. I'm Werewolf, and I'm not going to say yay or nay on the streaming thing yet, but as for now, you can find me here and on Twitter. Hopefully on Twitch, eventually. W-W-A-R-E-W-U-L-F-F. Very good. You worked through that even though you're very tired. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I just can't spell. I can't do it. I, look, I can spell really well. I just can't do it out loud. Do we need to get a speaking spell to start doing that bit? Sure. W-A-R-E. Can we start saying triple U instead of W-U? Yeah, that'd be cool. I think triple U would oh, be man. fine. Yeah, because then you would be 
W A R E triple U L F F. Yeah, well, that's you, awesome. Well, you you'd have to say triple U L double F. Yeah. I'm sorry. Strange rebranding happening right before <laughs> your ears. This is how this is the magic, folks. This is how I play the game. <laughs> and uh, GP, where can the folks find you? Yeah, you can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash theretrotherapy. Of course, you can find me here on Presby to Cancel. You can find The Retro Therapy on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Just as a, a quick reminder, please do sign off and let me know whether or not I'm stupid for thinking Double Dash is the best of those games. Because I, I really am very curious, sincerely. And Pulse. Hi. <laughs> Where can our listener find you? Our listener? <laughs> we just have the one. <laughs> yeah, mom said she's mom said she listens every week. I was gonna say it's Jake, known as Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, Cornelius. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, you can find me here. You can find me sometimes on twitch.tv slash polish one oh nine. That's P A L S H one oh nine. And Jake can be found somewhere near the Sierra Nevada mountains, apparently. Uh, and hi, I'm sick Jake. You can find me uh, <laughs> shit posting on Twitter, uh, talking about hot garbage, and some occasionally streaming over at Twitch. That's S I C J A K E. That's the closest <laughs> I can do to him. I, I can't. Nobody, nobody can touch <laughs> that manly voice. No, not even when I just woke up. It's dope. <laughs> Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. This has been Press P to Cancel. <laughs> Jake was here all along. <laughs>